Well, hello and welcome back to our podcast uh, on rest. This is episode five. We're calling this Rest Awaits. And this is if this is your first podcast, I really want to encourage you to take some time and go back to episode one and catch up. This podcast, alongside our sermon series that we've just wrapped up here at Fellowship Church, has been this um, five-week journey together about what it means to explore the biblical concept of rest, what it means to us, how we do it, and how we experience God in a whole new way. And so for each of our episodes of this podcast, we've had somebody in studio with us sharing their story, helping us connect in a very real way to what we've talked about. And so there have been some great podcasts, and I want to thank the guests that have been with us up to this point. And I'm really excited to uh, introduce our guest for this week, Laverne Nisley. Laverne, thank you for joining me here in studio. Uh, I'm excited to have you here as we're going we're gonna to wrap up this podcast. Thanks for joining yeah, us. Thanks. I appreciate the invite. I'm, I'm glad to, um, I, I can't wait to, to talk to you about this because of one, this, I really feel like this was kind of the crowning jewel of this series. Like everything else has been phenomenal and talking about our relationship with God. But I really came out of this going, if we don't understand how rest speaks to something bigger and something eternal, which we're going to get to in a second. So uh, I guess this is the, this is the, I don't want to say the cherry on top, but this is all the potatoes, right? This is what we're important. important. <laughs> and I, I can't think of anybody better than to yeah. get to talk about this Thank with you. you. But I realize that maybe there's a couple of listeners that you may be a new person to them. There's probably two, maybe three people that don't know who you are in our community. So could you take a second and just kind of introduce yourself, who you are, who claimed you, what, when you're not in studio, what are you doing? <laughs> just kind of give us the, the rundown there. Yeah, so yeah, Laverne Nisley, and I'm um, not a native of Springfield, actually grew up in northern Indiana, but uh, uh, moved to Cincinnati to go to school, college, and then moved back here in 94, so we've been here since. So married to Rhonda for, it'll be 43 years in, at the end of December. She's put up with you for 43 she, she, years. She has. St. Uh, Rhonda. And, yep. And uh, we have three children and then also three grandchildren. Um, our day job is uh, we are co-directors of Encompass Connection Center, and our f- vision there is family trees and uh, work environments forever changed. Right. And so just that, uh, that culture. So that's, uh, that's what we've been doing. I'm also an elder here uh-huh. at the Fellowship. Uh, love and enjoy being that. And uh, when it's nice out, you are a tandem bike rider. We do that, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think I know of you and one other person that rides <laughs> past my house on a tandem bike, but that has yeah. been, you guys, how many miles have you guys logged now? It's uh, over 12,000. We started in 2010 on the tandem, and okay. so we bought this thing and have have 12,000 miles. And it's a metaphor for marriage. I mean, it, sure. you talk about being inseparable. When you're <laughs> out there about uh, 25 miles from from where you started, you kind of have to stay together. Yeah. If you, it yeah. also, I imagine there's some metaphors for uh, my mistake becomes our mistake. Uh, it kind of does, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. If, uh, if you ever fall, then it's it's kind of a joint thing. I'm going with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so like I said, our, our episode today, um, we're going to be talking about uh, the rest that awaits. Uh, our sermon wrapped up this past week, the rest that's yet to come. And so we're talking about how rest gives us a bigger picture, not just of earthly rest, but of eternal rest. And so when I was thinking about who um, I could I could have this conversation with, um, I thought for maybe about 30 seconds, and your name was the first through 10 possibilities. One of the reasons why I'm excited to have you here 
you know, Laverne, we've been friends for, for many, many years. I had an incredible opportunity of uh, being one of your daughter's teachers and, and, and knowing uh, her for, for a long time. So we've gotten to spend a lot of time together. And what Julie and I have always commented about you and Rhonda is just your heart for encouragement. Um, we love any time that we know we're going to be in the same space as, as Laverne and Rhonda because your heart just comes through. And I really am excited about bringing that into this conversation. I really want you to feel that you, you can share your heart with us. And as we talk about this, because I know that there are people, especially as we're going into the holiday season, where it can just be a difficult time, we need hope. And so, I, you know, I'm so excited to do that. To, um, to kind of talk about, I guess to set up what we're going to talk about, the, the idea that, that our earthly rest reflects a rest that's coming. I said this past weekend, we, we, we'll go on vacation, we'll have this yearning for these incredible moments, and then after we're done, we wish it was still happening. Like, it's never fully <laughs> satisfied because we always end up finding ourselves going, man, I, I want more. And I said that I think that's exactly the way our heart's supposed to work. Like, our heart mm-hmm. is yearning for more. That more is not what's happening earthly, but it's what we're mm-hmm. expecting eternal. And you guys, as a family, have just kind of walked through that reality, that collision of the eternal and the temporal in a... In a very unique way, which gives you this perspective on rest that we're looking forward to. Can you kind of catch us up about yeah. the, what we've celebrated recently as we've walked that path? Yeah, and this this really has to do with my my dad's passing mm-hmm. uh, just a little over a week ago. Uh, he, he was at a long-term care facility, Forest Glen. We had admitted him there back in May. Just the dementia was getting more and more intense and uh, mom was no longer to take care able to take care of him but in august when he broke his hip he started a steady decline mm-hmm. that i guess is pretty much what the odds are i mean yeah. most people that break a hip just they at, at that age at he's that 88 age, yeah. years old yeah. he's a christian he's a believer macular degeneration um and so he's he's going through this this degradation with his health and then he passed I happened to be in the room when he passed the day before was brutal I just it was like watching you know it's so difficult to watch your parents or a loved one Mm -hmm. struggling to even breathe Mm -hmm. and and uh, he wasn't able to swallow anymore Mm -hmm. and so it was just it was just brutal I I've uh, at times you know when you're watching tv and these these ads for um abuse pets mm-hmm. come on yeah. it just goes right to your heart that's what i remembered feeling when and it's even more intense than yeah, that because sure. it, this is this is a, a person i have memories with i uh he's my dad you know i wish i could make this go away but i know it's not going to go away. time imagine yeah. that time kind of yeah. stood still in those did, moments like did. it's not mm-hmm. we're not getting there and what can you do what can you do to support and we played music we played hymns so that morning um, of Friday, the 12th of November, um, uh, some aides had just been in. They had just turned him up until that point. He had actually been breathing pretty normally now. Mm-hmm. He was sleeping, and suddenly I noticed that he wasn't breathing right after they, they moved him, and he was no longer breathing. Mm-hmm. So breathing had stopped. I, I let the nurses know, and they came in and checked and confirmed. It was the oddest feeling because he had just been there. And I really had this sense, Jeremy, you know how God has put eternity in our hearts? Yep. I knew 
beyond a shadow of a doubt, um, my dad is still living. I mean, yeah. yeah, he's not breathing here, but there is, I just had this sense that this he'd been this set cont- free. Yeah, he'd yeah. been set free from all this, yeah. all this stuff, all these constraints, and so, yeah, I was. Uh, I'm, I'm so glad to have been able to experience this. I, it's it's the closest family member uh, yeah. to this point that we've had die. So before we go on, I, you know, it strikes me that, um, there are there are multiple people in in our circles. I'm thinking of one of our leaders in particular that has aging parents, um, and it's that up and down. And we've been walking with this, you know, you guys would send us texts and we'd be praying, hey, you know, this is going on. And this has been a long journey for you guys. And there are others that are on similar long journey and they're kind of in that, the throes of that right now. Right. Maybe they're not by the deathbed, but there's a part of them that's kind of yearning mm-hmm. to get there for the for their loved one's sake. And then there's a part of them that doesn't want it to ever get here. because yeah. what. So what would you say to them? I know this is new and this is fresh mm-hmm. for you, but mm-hmm. what would you say to them if they are in that part of the last leg of that journey and they're feeling the way that you just talked Mm -hmm. about what encouragement would you have for them right now yeah what we found encouragement with is simply on a pretty much daily basis we would pray for god's mercy on the timing Mm -hmm. um that our days are numbered and god knows exactly what that number is but we can definitely pray god in your mercy please reduce the number of days of suffering that there's yeah. going to be. That's what we found consolation in, and, and we did that pretty regularly. We just kept praying, God, your mercy, let your timing be perfect. And uh, can't think of more perfect timing. Mom and I were both able to be there, right there in the mm-hmm. room. He didn't die alone. Right. So um, other than that, I, I think um, hospice is another great resource to reach out to. Those are some unsung yeah. heroes, man. I mean, you can be recertified every every three months if you need to be, but uh, they had they had res- they had certified him just a couple weeks before he died. Uh, their staff are just amazing. We found so much encouragement yeah. and hope yeah. from working alongside hospice. Just how they do that, mm-hmm. and you know, you mentioned having that moment, that supernatural realization and peace of knowing that that the moment had come and God had carried you through it and carried yep. him and. So I, I imagine there's an encouragement mm-hmm. there. I, I, I think my dad shared this uh, phrase with me, and I, I stole it from him. I use it ever since. These tailor-made graces that God gives us, mm-hmm. they're specific for you, specific for that moment. I think you experienced that that day uh, with your dad, and there's this supernatural sensation of God being here, and God has just provided and met that need. And so mm-hmm. uh, I, that's what I try to share with families too. Like when the time comes, there will be a tailor-made grace that will carry yeah. you through it, as overwhelming yeah. as it feels. Now you'll 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 be there. Yeah, absolutely. So, Laverne, you recently shared with with me a tribute that you and your siblings shared at your father's memorial service. Um, I was I was moved. We were talking about this before we went on air. Jewel and I were talking about it last night. She'd finally gotten a chance to sit down and just kind of read it, and you know. Your father's story is one that was born out of real-world difficulty. Um, it, it wasn't all roses for him. He had to walk some some incredibly difficult paths. Um, and so I, I couldn't help but think as I was reading the what you had shared and some of the, the things that you had shared about uh, his, his struggle on earth, especially in his early years, how incredibly wonderful heaven w- would have been for him, right? Yeah. I mean, you're... 
if we if, if time is the way that we think it is he he his eyes were closed he stopped breathing and then suddenly he opens his eyes in the presence of god almighty mm -hmm. and completely everything is, is different um so how does the reality of what eternity is that restful welcome into none of the bonds the the mm -hmm. bondage of this earthly brokenness how does that like how does that informing your view on hope right now having just walked through what you guys have walked through yeah i think the um the initial hope or the primary hope that we felt was um that we were able to in spite of dad's really really tough life and how some of that then spilled over into our lives sure. i mean for just to start with the day he was born his mom died right and his father, uh, a very strict authoritarian Amish bishop, kind of blamed him for it. I mean, yeah. when he was asked, at, uh, you know, when he asked, uh, when dad asked his, uh, his dad at three years old, what caused mom to die? He said, you did. Wow. And, and so to carry that and just other things, falling yeah. off a horse at age 12, not being sure if uh, his Amish bishop dad was going to perform or do give the blessing yeah. And then later, at the last minute, doing it at wedding. the wedding. Yeah. Um, and just uh, then struggling with some of the physical things, macular degeneration, mm -hmm. dementia, prostate cancer. I mean, just on and on. But here's, here's what I really took hope with, is that in spite of the fact that we lived with two dads, one was sort of the peaceful dad, you know, the, the dad you enjoy being around. But then there was always this angry just um, agitated, anxious dad. And that, I mean, my siblings and I had lots of vent sessions just our, sure. ourselves just on to process just that. how, what I'm so grateful for is that God was able to help dad and I um, kind of approach these last months peacefully. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't always like that. I mean, when we admitted him at Forest Glen, it was not pretty. It, the wheels happy. came off. Yeah. And yet, I, I am so grateful that God helped to orchestrate this so that there's no regrets. I loved my dad. I had, there was a supernatural love for him. I would go in, I would touch his head, I would give him hugs that I just hadn't ever, I mean, really intimate kinds mm -hmm. of things. And th those are the thin spots between earth and heaven that yeah. I think, as you said, yeah. those, those graces, those unexpected graces, those, those times of that was heaven. Yeah. That was heaven right there. right there. We don't have to necessarily just, but those are those thin spots. And, I, and, and so we can, we can experience some of that even before death. Yeah. And uh, I, I take, we took great hope from that. You talked about these two dads. Mm -hmm. And it, it strikes me that when when the lord finally set your father free of all that brokenness the angry anxious mm -hmm. dad was what stayed behind mm -hmm. the, yeah. the shackles of all that and the dad that was the loving dad the the one that loved to serve was the father is the father that's waiting for you as he got to meet that dad you know his yeah. heavenly father who loved yeah. him who you know mm. and so you know you think about the turmoil and the struggle. I mean, there are so many of us that are caught in the, the effects of brokenness, our own mm -hmm. or the effects of brokenness that somebody has thrust on us, the, the wounds that we carry. And 
that longing in our heart for a rest that's going to last is that rest when all of that stays behind Hmm. and we only experience the fullness of joy in the presence of a holy of of a heavenly father that loves us so much that we talked about has chosen and loved us and and that's the hope that we're yearning for Mm -hmm. so so you as a family while saying goodbye to to dad and, and having to walk through the the sting of grief also got a taste of the hope that's yet to come. Mm-hmm. As you, like you said, you experienced those thin spots where eternity and time got real close mm-hmm. and you experienced that. That's what we're, that's what we're yearning for. Yeah. That's what we're excited about. Absolutely. I think you just put your, your finger on something that I've been trying to <laughs> explain when you talked about the dad that the, the, the angry, the mm-hmm. anxious, yeah. the apprehensive dad, agitated dad, that's the one that was left behind. I, I distinctly remember thinking how powerless dad looked and felt i mean there was just there was nothing mm-hmm. there that's what got left behind yeah. but what he you know his last breath here on earth was his first in absolutely. paradise absolutely and so to just celebrate i mean mom was wondering i mean wouldn't it have been cool to see his his first meeting his mom and yeah. to be able to i mean let alone jesus i mean his also his mom he had never walked with her he knew yeah. jesus but he'd never he'd never really interacted with his and, mom and all those broken pieces come oh, together all of it yeah and they're and they're all restored mm-hmm. so laverne um first of all thanks for sharing all of that and and just taking us to that that raw place as as we wrap up this perspective um I, I would I would love to have you share with with us as an elder, as a leader, as a fellow brother, how has this conversation about rest in general, but maybe most specifically this last piece of just you guys walking that path out as we're talking this out, how has this informed your perspective on rest? And what encouragement would you give to those of us listening um, to to lean into this? To not just let this be what we talked about for five weeks mm-hmm. and then move on to Christmas, but to really make this a part of a new normal. I think the the word, and, and you just mentioned Christmas, I think one of the, the greatest responses is to receive it as a gift. That rest is truly a gift from God that can be just so enriching. I mean, even before this series started, and I was so glad to see when I saw it on the schedule and it was coming up, and I knew you were excited about it and could hardly wait to get to it. I mean, you were gonna you were gonna <laughs> we, stay awake. I started preaching in elders' meetings at this point. <laughs> yes, like you nobody's did. listening. Yes, you did. But to to really see um, every day um, as carving out some some time for rest. I I I happened to think about this this morning as I was thinking ahead to our podcast here that. You know what? We have an opportunity, even before the day begins, to get into that place of rest, just to lean into yeah. God, and that how that you know we've spent six, seven, eight hours resting physically, but then to make that connection with an eternal God right. who knows what our day is going to be like, and to to actually start our day by resting, spending just time uh, worshiping, reading Scripture, praying, that 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 can happen on a daily basis and to thank God for that. I mean, I am so grateful for that opportunity that he's made for us to connect with him. And so to, to receive it as a gift, uh, to be thankful, to let it flow out then, because if we're resting, if we're truly resting, it's going to be more than we need. It's going to spill over into the lives of others as well. 
Yeah, so what you just said is, you know, we, we take that time, you know, on a weekly basis, but also the daily moments of being able to, to stop and rest in the Lord. Um, man, I, I can't think of, how, of even on my worst day, if I had had that moment, the change of perspective that it could give me to get me through the day. Like I've just had an opportunity to let my heart rest in a moment that reminds me of the rest that's yet to come. Okay, if that's true, what could I not walk through today knowing that yep. that rest is eventually coming? Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, Laverne, thank you. Thank you for helping us Absolutely. cap this off. And that uh, really is the, the, the encouragement for us to take away from this as we continue resting even beyond this series to, um, to realize that we are allowing ourselves that space to contemplate who God is, to delight in him, to, to reaffirm who we are, that we are chosen, that we are loved, and if nothing else, to be reminded on a daily, weekly, regular basis that the rest we're longing for now is just pointing us to the rest that's yet to come. So I want to just thank you for taking this journey with us. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching online or at one of our campuses. We hope that you continue to lean and explore and to discover new things about God and your relationship with God in the midst of your rest. We hope you take this through this coming season and that you find a way to celebrate even the birth of our Savior in a totally new restful way and, uh, and that you discover him like never before. Thank you so much. And we'll talk soon.